Welcome to the Fact Dev Podcast, the faculty development podcast through Dalhousie Medicine, New Brunswick. I'm Dr. Sarah Gander, a general pediatrician here in St. John, coming to you not from the studio, which is our usual location, but rather from home and alone without a guest today. Because of course, if you notice when this podcast is being recorded, we are in the middle of our COVID-19 global pandemic. And so abiding by the social distancing rules and certainly not in the studio and not more than um, six feet close to anybody else. So here we are in the COVID-19 global pandemic. It certainly has disrupted things and also caused a lot of fear and uncertainty with our clinical world. And of course, with the public school closures, universities, daycares, and medical school closures, we basically feel like the city's on shutdown. This causes a lot of unique problems for us clinically, but of course, if you think about our academic world with the universities, we're going to have to think of some really innovative ways to catch up on curriculum and accreditation requirements and meet all of our other commitments, both for faculty and for students. And I have particular compassion for the med fours who really should have been looking forward to upcoming graduation ceremonies and celebrations, most of which have been canceled. There hardly seems much to look forward to. But I think that on the bright side, we're actually learning a lot from this and can learn a lot from the universities who, from a virtual and distance learning perspective, have a lot of information to share. I think the compassion for the Med 4 class for me really gets me in those fields because I think about what a wonderful time it was for me when I was graduating. And I graduated from med school in Newfoundland and the celebrations and just time that you spent with your colleagues after being in the trenches for those four years was such a wonderful experience and holds such a special place for me that I really do have a lot of sadness for the class who may not be able to have that time together. Not to mention the fact that many of them had gone away on the March break and therefore have been literally stuck at home on self-isolation for quite a few weeks now. I'm recording this podcast both to be timely, but also to bring the student perspective to frontline people who may have a little bit of time on their hands, maybe not, um, but certainly may not be in their usual pattern of clinical um, provision of care. And so maybe listening to a podcast and maybe missing our students, uh, many of whom have been taken off the front lines uh, due to the COVID-19 perceived risk. So what I did was reach out to some of our students via email and of course they never disappoint and I thought I'd bring a few perspectives of um, theirs to the table. One med two student writes, we began remote courses this morning continuing on with our lectures, tutorials and videos to learn clinical skills. I find that so amazing that it took so long to even introduce virtual patient care and and e-consults and whatnot to the clinical world, but the academic world has been doing distance education for quite some time. I think we have so much to learn. They were able to almost immediately operationalize the students being able to have a lot of their lectures and curriculum delivery right from the comfort of their home. She goes on to say, our community is strong and we have many supports here at DMNB through student affairs, UGME and our technical team. Isn't that amazing to think that our students do feel so supported right out of the gate? 
This student also is involved in the wellness week that is traditionally held after the students have their March break. They start delivering some wellness activities to try to bring themselves together as a team. But interestingly, the strategies have changed because, of course, they can't all come together. But how can they come together virtually? And I think that this is also an amazing opportunity for us as clinicians who are really trying to keep well throughout all of the pressures of this pandemic and the meetings and clinical requirements. And maybe there's something that could be shared with us to try to make sure that we try to keep as well as possible. I think it's really interesting to try to think about what our med students are up to and the opportunities and knowledge that they bring to the table. If you look at the classes at DMNB, the skill sets are so vast but also applicable to what we're doing right now. There are people who have backgrounds in process development, business, communication, even public health. I wonder if we're missing opportunities where the students are really talking about how they feel like they would love to contribute, but really cannot. Another Med2 student says, I wish there was more I could do besides just stay home, but I also know that for right now, that's the best I can do. I can't help but continue to think about those MED4s who are in that unique position of being at the end of their time with us at DMNB. And so that message is something I'd like to read out to you now, as I think it really captures where those students are. Admittedly, my first thoughts centered around myself. Will I still be able to graduate? Will I still start residency? These last four years have been an incredible roller coaster, and I don't think anyone expected things to end like this. However, more than anxiety, I've been overwhelmed by a resounding sense of helplessness in the COVID-19 crisis. In the first year, a physician compared medicine to firefighting, where we have to suppress our instincts to do the job that we signed up to do. When everybody runs out of a burning building, we have to run in. In this moment, the COVID-19 pandemic feels like a row of houses on fire, and all I want to do is run towards the flames and help put them out. I feel guilty when I think about the workers on the front line, especially those that risk exposure with children at home or who are caregivers of those who are unwell. I'm young. I'm healthy. I don't have dependents. I should be out there doing my part or at least helping minimize their risk. I think this really speaks to where our students are and where their hearts are right now. Only in a few months, these fourth-year students will be licensed physicians and be on the front lines, and we don't even know if this will be over. I think as faculty, we have so many responsibilities right now, clinically, administratively, and even though we feel a sense of relief that some of our responsibilities at the medical school are on pause because we're so busy and distracted, I also think that we have a sense of responsibility to think about how we can bring these students in. Imagine if we had started out in this pandemic, having been through this before. I think we all knew that something might be coming, even though we haven't faced anything like this in our careers actually even really in this century. Don't we have a responsibility to our students to say, history shouldn't repeat itself. We can be prepared because you may face this again. So maybe innovative ways need to be discovered about how to actually bring students in. Maybe it's just that they're involved in process or meetings and not necessarily put at risk clinically. But I'd love us to think about a way that we can ensure that history doesn't repeat ourselves, that we are prepared for the next time. And I think the very best that we can do for our students is to make sure that when they are faced with this, they felt that they were somewhat prepared.
I'll sign off there and think, of course, we don't want to have more responsibility on our plates these days. But what a wonderful way to engage students to be able to document what's happening and be able to really reflect and debrief and process that later. I think that's what will help them stay well and hopefully help us as faculty stay well. So having said that, please stay well, be good to yourself, and best wishes to you all. See you next time, hopefully in the studio.